Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Boomer and Geo, Coney alive from the built Ford Toffin studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. I did uh, purchase the Vajankle on Amazon, and it will be arriving at my house by 10 p.m. tomorrow. The pair of Vajankles, and I will bring it in when I get it. So hopefully it'll be at some point tomorrow that I'll have it for the Wednesday show. And we'll pop them right on the desk, and we can, like I said, use it as a piggy bank. I was thinking maybe filling them with snacks as well could be a possible thing. This would be great for your big announcement. That's right. That's true. So that's what we'll do. If I have it on Wednesday, I'll put the vajankles right on the desk, and I'll have in the vajankle the envelope that I will pull out of the vajankle and read the big announcement that will be happening 48 hours from right now. We got a big Boomer and Geo exciting announcement 48 hours from now, Wednesday at 8 a.m. And hopefully I'll have the Vajankles by then and I could take the the copy that they give me out of the Vajankle and read it. Okay. Yeah. You know what would be great, too, is we could put the like the Boomer and Geo blue cards in there, too. You think they're going to be that big? Oh, yeah. For sure. Well, we'll just fold it up. And fold then it if, up and put yeah, it right fold, in there. Fold it right. Just pull, hey, all right. The winner is? Yes. Right out of the Vajankle. Okay. I think that'd be awesome. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I just spent $90 on this. You better be excited about it. I can't expense the vajankle. I know. I can't wait, actually. <laughs> okay? <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> this is the most excited I've been about a purchase in a very long time. <laughs> if you think about it, I mean, uh, yeah, I've ne- I don't think I, I mean, when those things show up, that's gonna, I'm going to feel like a, like a 12-year-old kid again, you know, oh, that oh, got oh, a boy. package in the mail. Mm. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, this <laughs> Boomer's done with the vajankle talk. <laughs> That's the end of the, that is the end of the vajankle talk on the fan. On the fan. Uh, okay. On the fan. So uh, vajankle. You uh, you said you watched some of the XFL on Saturday. I did. Did not like it. You know the problem is they can't protect the quarterbacks. 
The offensive lines are terrible. Well, everybody's terrible. Right? I mean, but the offensive lines are really bad, and the quarterbacks are nervous, and they're throwing the ball all over the place. Ball's being dropped. There's a reason why these guys don't play in the NFL. Yeah, for sure. And, yeah. I, and I, I'm all about, you know, the dream come true. Keep fighting for it. Keep believing in yourself. I mean, it. you know, part of it looks, you know, like a, a like a Division three college game. And a lot of these kids came from Division one. Yeah. I mean, they've only had five weeks to put it all together, and it's a weird thing how they're putting it together. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I didn't think it was as bad as you did, and The Rock was everywhere, by the way. I told you he was invested in this. One hundred percent. Yes. Like, he is so into this, and that's great for him because, I mean, some guys just, you know, they'll, they'll put their name on it, they'll slap their name on something, and then just not care about it. I mean, he was front and center during this whole thing. Well, so he's he wants it to work. And for the people that invested in this uh, and invested in him, I'm sure they're invested in some of his movies as well. Oh, of course, uh, yes. You know, I'm sure that he is he's more than paying off the investment, at least with his own likeness and his own personality and being front and center. I told you that. Watching the documentary on ESPN2 the other night, mm-hmm. it's really interesting watching him interact with the players. Of course, the players all love him. They know who he is. And he is having an immense impact on their lives. There is no questioning about that. I don't, I don't question that or his sincerity or genuineness at all. I mean, and the fact that he went to all the games. Yeah, well, four of them. Yeah, yeah it, it shows you just how committed he is to it. Yeah, I mean, and I, I don't, none of these spring football leagues ever work, but they're not supposed to be the NFL. And I know you have the USFL, it starts in April, which where I think is... Where are they getting players from? I'm like, where yeah. are all these players coming from? I have no idea. But I do think that this is the time that you start it. Right now is the time that you're supposed to start it for the football-starved people. I'd like to see the ratings on some of these games to see how it does. You know, and I had a vested interest yesterday because Jack Cohn from Sayville was the quarterback of the San Antonio Brahma. So I wanted to watch him. And a lot of people in the town wanted to watch him. And I think that anybody who watches these games, you think, is there one or two guys that could come out of this XFL and make it to the NFL? Yeah, it seems like Eddie was just in my year. You know, if you count the CFL, it's like every weekend of the year now has football in it. Wow. Professional football. Professional football. Which will well, be you know, By the way, college football is professional football now. Yeah. With some of these kids. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, it's it's minor league basketball and minor league football now. Right. How much did Bryce Young make as the quarterback of Alabama? How much is Arch Manning making becoming yeah, the know. quarterback at Texas? I also heard that Arch Manning is actually sharing a lot of his nil money with all of his teammates. Really? Yeah. Well, that's nice of him. Now, I don't know if that's accurate. I believe it is accurate. You know, when, when the person who told me, I, I feel like it was not just telling me just to give me some sort of news or something out there, just saying, hey, did you hear? And I was like, what? Because, you know, Arch Manning is going to share all, all of his nil money with all of his teammates. And is that allowed under, I guess there's no rules. There so are why, no rules. Why not? This thing is, this is the Wild West now, Eddie. I'm telling you, man. These, I... I don't know how these coaches coach, to be honest with you, because they're more than just coaches now. Now they got to be like CPAs and figure out who's going to make what money, how long do the kid has to stay there to, to earn the money, what happens when the kid goes into the transfer portal when he wants to. It's just, you know, if somebody yells at him and he gets upset and he has to leave. Well, I think that could have left Maryland like 18 different times. To me, that's the bigger issue in college sports is that transfer portal as opposed to the as opposed to the nil money. But it's not even nil. Now it's paid for play. It's not even... A lot of these schools now have funds that are put together by... 
They're boosters. Yeah. To pay these kids to come to their school on top of the scholarships. Yeah, you need one of those billionaires. Like Syracuse had that billionaire up there who had Jalen Hurts and Brandon Graham at the game. Remember that? Yes. So he's got he's their major nil driving force. And there's a lot of those guys throughout the country, especially when you're talking about college football and the bigger programs. God, you talk about the SEC and the amount of money that they have and the boosters that will just buy coaches out. Yeah. And then, you know, put in $100 million to make sure you have the best locker room and stadium situation. Sure. <laughs> you know, we don't realize it because we're kind of insulated to it because of the pro sports aspect, everything that we do. Mm -hmm. But, man, you get down to the South, Texas, California. I mean, some of these high schools, the amount yeah. of money that they're making just on their football. When are those high school kids going to start getting paid? <laughs> <laughs> Soon. I'm sure that they will at some point. Get a nil deal. Do you think a high school football player's ever done like a local car commercial? I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Somewhere in Texas. I know that there was a 60 year old basketball player who basically was signed on to that. Uh, God, what was that? That group that that created this basketball league. God, I just it was like a year ago. Ugh. It was like that. IMG it was somebody else who did it. No, I don't know. Not sure. Uh, all right, let's take a couple calls here. It's Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. We got Dave Matthews Band tickets coming up this hour. So in the next 35 minutes or less, we're going to give you a chance to win some Dave Matthews Band tickets at PNC Bank Art Center this summer. Uh, let's go to Mike in New Jersey. What's up, Mike? Mike. Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, man. What's up, fellas? So sorry, you kept me on hold for about an hour and a half, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah, well, you can... <laughs> I love your show. You guys do a great job. Um, so I just wanted to call uh, about the Daniel Jones thing. There's been a lot of you know, a lot of conversation, my buddies and I, about about it. And you guys talked about the 29 million and 30, 32 million. Whether you know, will they do the uh, non-exclusive or the uh, franchise? I actually looked into this a little bit. Yeah, confusing as hell to me. Yeah, I think there's there's three different options. Actually, there's the transition tag is different than the non-exclusive tag, and the exclusive tag is obviously different than those other two. The exclusive, I think, would put him in the 40-something million dollar range, which means no other team can negotiate with him. And that's predicated on, so that's the top tier. That's predicated on the top five quarterback salaries from the current year. Yeah, and that, yeah, but, but that, that is determined like in April. That number is determined in April. So by that time, there could be contracts that are done and redone and reconfigured so that that number could be lower it could, it could but there's you know you look at our look at the top five already i mean rogers is what 50 mil i mean gonna be in the 40 40 mid 40s that's gonna be a number for the top five in the current year the way quarterbacks are getting kicked yeah, out and i just don't see how the i don't see how the giants can do that no no i agree so you don't do that the transition is so the transition and the non-exclusive. I'm not sure, Boomer. You may know more about. You probably do. You definitely know more about this than I do. But the transition, I believe they don't get compensatory picks with that. From what I read, that's so that would be like 29 million, and um, that's typically done when a team's trying to get a you know longer-term deal done. But that's predicated on the top 10 salaries. It is, but um, but it is, so that that means a player can negotiate with another team. He's essentially right. a free agent and then the the team that he is being transitioned by can actually match that contract if he wants or they if they want. Right. If they don't, then they'll get two first round picks in compensation. No, that's no no no, that's the non-exclusive tag. That's where they get the two first rounders and that's 32 million. So 
the transition would be around 29. The non-exclusive, which includes the two draft picks, that's at least my understanding, that would be $32 million. And that's based upon the last five years, last five years quarterback salaries at the top five it's based on the last five years, not the current year, the top five. Wow, well, it's just it, the whole thing's confusing. Yeah, I mean, I think, it's you, so know, confusing. you know, and once you get through all that stuff, the best case scenario for both sides is that they come to a long-term deal where right. the Giants can split, you know, spread it out amongst the years so the cap yeah. hit isn't guaranteed and Daniel Jones has security. And have voidable years, the whole thing. But here's, yeah, I, know, I know I'm in the minority on this, and I argue my buddies about it. I would take the free shot. Get do the thirty-two million, and and if someone wants him, let him give the two first rounders. He didn't. He hasn't done. I mean, what did he? He had a he had a good year. He had a great year. I get it, but he wasn't asked to do a whole lot. And his weapons weren't great. He was asked to run a lot, but he wasn't asked to throw a whole lot. We don't know what really what his arm talent is, what his accuracy is. He hasn't had the weapons, admittedly, but I would take another peek at it. I wouldn't. I mean, to lock him up long term, you know what changed so drastically in a year? I mean, the coaching is a big deal, but. Man, I have a hard time swallowing. Well, you know, we we, we, we talked about this this morning, Mike, and I know you probably got to us a little bit later. We we talked about it this morning where Daniel Jones racks up to the top quarterbacks in the league. He's not there. You know, he had a good year. He had a, and he got, and he led his team to the playoffs, which, uh, you know, you could say whatever you want about, you know, him as a player. The coach had a lot to do with it. Yeah. The coach had a lot, and so did their defense. Their defense had a lot to do with it as well. And, you know, they got turnovers, and he did not turn the ball over, which was the big thing for Daniel Jones. By the way, that basketball uh, school that I was talking about is Overtime Elite. Overtime Elite. Overtime Elite is a company that I think is based here in New York, and they're actually recruiting uh, kids and paying kids to go play for them. And I think it's a school down in Atlanta, I believe. Okay. All right. Very there, is a, there is a $100,000 paycheck to a kid by the name of uh, Bryson Warren. At the age of 17, earns at least $100,000 a year as a high school student-athlete through this company, Overtime Elite, New York-based company that recruits outstanding teenage basketball players around the world to play at its academy in Atlanta. Okay, so you got some young guys getting paid, too. Already, yes. Already is right. Uh, Charlie and Ron Conkama, what's up, Charlie? Hey, guys, what's going on? I just want to talk a little about the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I know you guys are high on Aaron Rodgers over Derek Carr, and I really have a hard time understanding it. And Boomer, you mentioned his four MVPs over Tom Brady, but during that span of four MVPs, he didn't make one trip to the Super Bowl. Did I? Ma- I didn't mention his four MVPs. I thought uh, you, you did ma- earlier. Didn't- no, I, I didn't. I didn't. So <clears throat> okay, so he's got four MVPs. I, I, I just well, I'm wondering how the Jets are going to afford him. Right. That that's what I'm worrying yeah. wondering about. And by the way, I, I just can't imagine him wanting him to play here. Yeah, I mean that's the biggest thing. So so Charlie, you you don't want him. I don't. I'm, you don't want I'm Aaron Rodgers. You want Derek no. Carr or Aaron Rodgers? Who's the better player? I think Derek Carr's a better fighter. He, he fights for and his plays. His teammates love him. You can clearly <laughs> see that. You know, and, he, and he's a fighter. He's a grinder. He's not you know somebody that who's the who's the better quarterback. Well, you're asking me statistically speaking, you know, obviously that's that's Aaron Rodgers, but he's by, by a landslide in one year. But but by a landslide, and also who's going to get the short? Who's going to get the shorter deal? 
Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, okay. So you got the better quarterback for a shorter amount of time as opposed to a guy who's a mediocre quarterback for a longer amount of time. Yeah, but here's the weird... Nine and eight and and not make the playoffs the next couple years? That's what he's been doing. One playoff win in three seasons. Yeah, okay. And and Derek Carr has done what in that time? He's got more upside. He's been on a terrible terrible defense. I will say that Derek Carr had a lot to deal with, a lot more to deal with. He had the whole, you know, John Gruden thing to deal with, the Rich Bisaccia team that almost beat the Bengals before the Bengals went to the Super Bowl. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that Derek Carr has been through that I can appreciate. Now, one thing I will say, he does not run with the football very rarely. Yeah. <clears throat> I know that's a big bothersome concern for some coaches in the league. Like, you know, you don't have to, when you play against him, you don't have to worry about him taking off and running with it. And nobody's calling RPOs for him. You know, that's not his game. His game is I'm sitting in the pocket. You know, I'll, I'll break the pocket. I can move, but I'll force it downfield as opposed to running with it. That kind of thing. Yeah. And that's you know that's a that's a very small thing. Here's the one thing that he will do for the Jets if he came here. He would stabilize the position. That would be the easiest thing that I could see. He would stabilize the position and he would stabilize it for four to five years, depending on how long of a contract he would sign. If they do sign him here, there's the still the Zach Wilson thing still hanging out there. Uh, there's the amount of money that he would want, the amount of guaranteed money he would want. The other thing about Aaron Rodgers, and there's there's a lot to unpack there as well. And and the thing to unpack there is, all right, what is the compensation you're giving to get Aaron Rodgers from the Green Bay Packers? That's first. Number two, how much are you paying him? Mm-hmm. Number three, is he in for at least two to three years? Or is he here just for one year and then he's going to enter the transfer portal? <laughs> Yeah, you would need a commitment of two years from him. You'd absolutely need that, I mean, at the and, very least. And is he going to be coming here to immerse himself into the organization for those two years like Tom Brady did for Tampa Bay? See, I think that he would. I, I, I can't see him changing teams and not showing up to off-season workouts and all that stuff. There's I, just think, no I way. think Derek Carr would so much be like in, but the Zach Wilson thing's got to be attended to. That, sure. I still think that that's an issue. I, to me, that's that's a big issue. And if you're talking purely quarterback play, there's not a person in America who can tell me that Derek Carr is better than Aaron Rodgers. No, I'm but sorry. you know, like when I, it's interesting. So, if I said 27 touchdowns and seven interceptions, would you take that? Yeah, of course. You want that quarterback, right? Yeah, sure. Well, that's uh, Carson Wentz, his last year in Indianapolis. Oh, okay. 27 and seven. I mean, if you want to go by you know stats and all that other stuff. I mean, you know, you just had a you know maniac owner out there that couldn't stand the fact that they lost their last two games. Yeah, it's pretty bad though. Those losses are terrible. Okay, but, but I'm just telling you, this is what this is what you're dealing with. You're not getting Joe Burrow. You're not getting Patrick Mahomes. This is this is what's left. This, these are the Aaron guys. Rodgers that are still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I'm sorry, you could get him. I mean, so you have prior to, give up? to this past year, he won back to back MVPs with all those other quarterbacks in the league. I know you're going to have to give up something to get them, and you're going to have to pay them a fortune. Those are two things that, like, as much as I would love that, and it would be great. I and number and number three, I don't even think he wants to play here. Well, that's I've been saying that from day one. That is that is I'm, that's the hill I'm dying on. That I don't think he wants to play here. But it, it, to me, this is the type of move with the Jets and their history and the quarterback position, having not once in Super Bowl three. This is the type of thing that. Could potentially put him over the top. Derek Carr, not the guy. Not. To put them over the top? I'll, I'll tell you, Derek Carr in this offense would be 
4,100 to 4,500 yards, probably around 30 to 32 touchdown passes, and 12 interceptions. Are they beating the best teams in the conference? But I'm just saying that's what his numbers would be in this offense. Okay, are they beating the best teams in the conference with him? I, I don't believe so. No, right, I, don't, exactly. I, don't, I don't believe that they, although they did beat the, the Bills last year, and they should have beaten the freaking Patriots twice. Let me tell you. You give me put Aaron Rodgers on that team, and he's playing the way he was. I know he had his thumb injury this past year. I think he can. They can beat the best teams in the conference with him. I believe that. You get a home game, playoff game. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. But he's can, not coming here. I know. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But um, but that's my point. Is that there's a significant difference between those two guys. Yeah. Uh, all right. Compensation, money, and want to. Right. I don't see how all those three things line up. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Dave Matthews Band tickets at PNC Bank Arts Center coming up in about 20 minutes or less. You get a chance to win them. And Andrew Bogus down the hole loves him some Dave Matthews. He goes to like all the shows, one of those freaks. He's like, really? hey, yeah, Dave Matthews is to him as Bruce Springsteen is to Al. Like he will travel all over the place to see him. He's got, he, uh, there's some show he puts on like for a couple days down in some tropical location and Bogus goes down there every that year. That sounds lovely. Yeah, he loves him some Dave Matthews. So I saw Dave Matthews once at Me too. Saratoga Performing Arts Center. <laughs> SPAC. That's where I saw him. It was in that band. I Pretty left. Good. You left. I left because it was bad. Uh, it started fine. He went into one of those fifteen-minute riffs. Oh, okay. And I was like, "What are we? Let's go." You're not a jam band person, no. huh? No, you don't like that. Just I want to hear the songs. Yeah. Okay. Well, you got to be high, I think, to really enjoy <laughs> the jam band stuff. And I was not high. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you see him? PNC Bank, Giant Stadium. Oh wow. Well, yeah, it's a tough experience. The big arena like that. I had two bad experiences at Giant Stadium. Dave Matthews Band and Bruce Springsteen. And not because Bruce was bad, because the weather was terrible. And I wasn't sitting there through the rain. Left that one, too. Yeah, I saw Bruce at Giant Stadium, like, the last row when I was, like, 22 years old. And he was just a speck. <laughs> <laughs> but I could say I saw Bruce yeah, at Giant Stadium. Yeah, so. 
Me too. So take that. <laughs> uh, all right, Jerry, what's happening over there? We are brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Also brought to you by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. You guys have discussed all the football all morning long. Daniel Jones, Derek Carr, who knows who's where and who signs with who. Jones uh, apparently changing agents. Going to get this long-term deal done with the Giants, if in fact that is what turns out to happen. You also had the All-Star game um, last night in Utah. Before the game, though, so these a lot of these players met the media, sat at the podiums, and a few things came up. Number one, Michael Jordan turned 60 this weekend. Yeah, that's right. Jabari Smith is a 19-year-old from the Rockets. He was asked if he could beat a 60-year-old MJ in one-on-one. Today's his birthday. Okay, happy birthday, MJ. I'm, I'm, I'm beating you in one-on-one You're right now. You're beating him one-on-one right now? For sure. Is he getting any buckets on you to 11? He might make something, I mean, but... I don't know. I don't think he he not beat me for sure. If a sixty year old beat me, I need to I need to hang it up. Not any any old sixty year old. Be careful. I I know. Be careful. I know. I know. And then there was Kevin Durant. He spoke again. Uh, he said what me and Kyrie did. You guys are all wrong. This is good for the NBA. I don't think it's bad for the league. It's bringing more eyes to the league. More people are more excited. The tweets that I got and the 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 the. News hits that we got from me being traded, Kyrie being traded, just bring more attention to the league. And that's really what makes you money is when you get more attention. Great. Yeah, more attention. Great. <laughs> sort of like the war in Ukraine. It's a lot of attention there. <laughs> you know, so it's a good thing, right? I mean, what, it, was, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Just because something's getting attention doesn't mean it's a good thing. I agree. I agree. So he's in Phoenix now. He can go after the there. wake they left behind here in Brooklyn. I would think that a lot of fans around here are a little ticked off at those guys. Yeah, of I was course, not thrilled. You know, I, you know. I guess you could say that. Yeah, it's attention, but it's not positive attention. I will tell you the one thing from listening to him that seems pretty. And I, I hope he does one of these new podcasts coming up. Um, seems pretty evident to me is that what Kyrie did really caught him off guard. Yeah, but Kyrie had to protect himself. Because the the Nets were not giving him the contract extension that he, he wanted. On without no, but I'm saying, but he wanted he, he they traded him with his bird rights, so he had to protect himself financially, and I get that too. From I'm with Kyrie, Kyrie. Right. let's but well, let's we be careful it. with protect himself. He's made five hundred million dollars already. I mean, he would he's doing oh, everything yeah. that every other player is doing. And by the way, I understand when this new CBA starts, these owners within the NBA are going to try to clamp down on this nonsense. They go, say, wait a minute, you sign a contract for us, you're playing for us. Enough of this, you know, I don't want to play here anymore. I want to give up, you know what, that kind of, I mean, what the Nets did and the amount of money they spent and and how ridiculous they end up looking after all of this. I mean, like, he has no regard for any of that. No. Sean Marks looks like a total tool bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Over here, total tool bag. If you want to come check me out in my office and hang out with the tool bag, I'll be in here. Thank you. I guess it's better than a uh, a douche <laughs> or having a vagina tattoo on your face. <laughs> Just me, the general manager. General manager tool bag. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Meantime, Team Giannis did be Team LeBron. Excuse me while I uh, get my vajankle out of my drawer <laughs> and spend some quality time with myself. <laughs> Nobody else wants to spend quality time with you. And oh, my God. I mean, it must have been the way that James Harden made it sound, the way that Kevin Durant is making it sound. I still want to hear from Steve Nash. I got to hear this. Well, no, sound no. like the front office was a complete and utter disaster is what everybody's making it sound. Durant spoke glowingly of the organization. It's James Harden. That was yeah. bashing what was going on behind the scenes. I don't know if that like, meant Kyrie what? or the front office. 
And what the front office tried to do everything they possibly could to keep these guys happy. Which is why Durant spoke very well of them. What basketball player had a tougher time? James Harden in Brooklyn or Brittany Griner in Russia? <laughs> Which one of those do you think was the worst experience for one of those two? <clears throat> apparently it was really bad for James Harden. Just yeah. tough. Had to get out of there. Had to get out of there. Had to get out of there. Just had to get out. 184-175, by the way, the uh, final score of this ridiculous All-Star game. Here was Donovan Mitchell. He had 40. Uh, Jason Tatum was the game MVP with 55. Mitchell uh, in Utah really enjoyed himself. It was a lot of fun. It was good to be back. Glad to see you know some familiar faces. Uh, life comes at you full circle to come back as a starter. Uh, and I'm, I'm grateful, man. I'm grateful we had a great weekend and get to be on some fantastic players. It was a lot of fun. I was Mitchell on NBA TV. LeBron James didn't play very much. Of course, he got a little nicked up. Coach Malone is a, is a defensive-minded coach, and uh, I had him in my early days in Cleveland. And I told him I would get one stop tonight for him and uh, try to get one little chase down block and got my finger caught in the rim. Uh, but I'll be fine. Though. I'll be fine. I don't think it's uh, too much to worry about. Might need some extra rest days. You never know. <laughs> Only 23 games to go. He said the uh, biggest stretch of his career as of now, of course, because the uh, career is starting to wind down. Um, locally of note, Julius Randle, 11 points, 5 of 10 shooting in 20 minutes. And Kyrie Irving did have 32 in that game, along with Joel Embiid. Knicks back on the floor Friday night in Washington. Nets on the road as well Friday as they will play in Chicago. Baseball-wise, spring training, Kodai Senga threw a live BP Sunday. Um, so that was kind of the news of the day. Threw it well, according to Francisco Lindor, Pete Alonso, and Jeff McNeil. Here was Billy Epler. So is this team complete? He says they're always looking, uh, but also look into the future as well with whatever they do going forward. If the trade yields long-term gains, meaning like multiple years of control, uh, we, we have the resources to do that now. But for us to, to do something really short-term, we just have to kind of crush that urge to do anything impulsive. So Doesn't he sound like Brian Cashman all of a sudden? <sighs> yeah, I've never well, really worked under Brian Cashman. Bit. Yeah, but I doesn't mean you sound like him. And by the way, I think Justin Verlander's 40 today. Oh, yes, happy yes. birthday. Happy birthday to Justin Verlander. Here was Mark Canna. He was uh, hit 28 times by pitches yesterday. He says, I'm going for more. Plan on shattering my my <laughs> record. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But, um, you know, it's always a way, a, a creative way to get on base. So if if um, I'm not going to change the way that I'm, I hit. This is where we're at. <laughs> yep. Well, you got all these new rules coming now. Yes, you do. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, if the batting averages go up now without the shift. Yeah, I also love the pitch clock. Oh, me too. I love the pitch clock. Well, there was one uh, college baseball coach who said that, that the pitch clock was ruining the game because they were using it because he was like, man, there's things I want to do and I can't do it. There's not enough time and adjustments and stuff like that. And I'm like, stop. It'd be better to watch. As a fan, it'll be better to watch. Hell yeah, that's right. He said he doesn't like it when men are on base because that's a problem. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, DJ LeMayhew healthy, back with the Yankees as he arrived in camp on Sunday. Um, and then just one other one, and this is from the offseason too, but just from hearing uh, Nestor Cortez talking about how the Yankees have a captain again and Aaron Judge, and he loves it. I think he's earned that, and he represents the Yankees the right way uh, in every aspect. You know, he deals with the media, he deals with the, with the fans, he deals with his personal level of success that he's having uh, in the field, and I think he manages that all well. So for him to be the captain of the New York Yankees, is, it's right, right up to par for him better than this guy right now. No, uh, nobody. No. 
That Nobody. is pretty damn good. So I guess games start, what, Saturday or Sunday? So uh, not that that means much. It's free uh, spring training games, but we will have something. Devils last night continued their terrific season as they got a win over the Jets. 13-13 to go in the third. 26 shots for the Devils. 18 yes! for, for Winnipeg. And yes, indeed, it's Miles Wood who scores. Win a go, Woody! And that was the go-ahead goal. Four-checking, Jerry. From Miles Wood. Should you call four-checking? A four-check. You gotta get a four-check. A four-check. Devils win 4-2. Fabian Zetterlin, the game-tying goal early in the third. Dawson Mercer uh, with a couple of goals in this game as well. Jets-Rangers tonight. Rangers, I saw over the weekend, had their winning streak snapped. Well, I mean, you know, they they took seven out of eight points of this... uh, this road trip that started in Carolina and then had the three West Coast teams out in Canada. I'll take it. I mean, yeah, they, no, they I was bad. I just said they had their winning streaks. Now. Right, I know, all. but they took points in every game, so they're I, right on the heels of the Devils, by the way. Islanders in Pittsburgh tonight. John Rahm, your winner at the Genesis Invitational at 17 under par. This was the clip about Tiger Woods I was talking about, how he has to basically take care of himself as he's trying to get through these rounds. Woods finished one under, did play the weekend, and made the cut. I pretty much lay in, in ice pretty much all night. And so it, it, it's not fun. <laughs> um, very cold all the time. And then treatment, then get muscles activated and go back and hop in the cold again. And it's just the ebb and flow of that. And it's, it's hard. It's hard mentally. It's hard physically. And he said for the rest of his career, hopefully he can play all the majors and a couple of events here and there. But that's pretty much it because where he is physically, which is not in a good place, as we know. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. won Daytona in extra time or overtime. And uh, XFL, the Battle Hawks and the Defenders with wins on Sunday. <laughs> Think about those three stories you just did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying here. I'm trying. No, I know. All good. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. CBS Sports Network. You know, you got to think that Derek Carr's got to make a decision here relatively quickly. 
because, you know, he's the first guy. He's the guy that everybody can talk to right now. Mm -hmm. And then you have all these different dates that are coming up. And I guess the March 15th is when free agency starts. But you can do the, you know, the dalliance or the dance with the players two days before that. You have uh, these potential tags being now over the next two weeks uh, being handed out to certain players if they can't come to contract agreements with their teams. I mean, from, you know, if Derek Carr wants to pick his team, he's got to do it now because, you know, now all of a sudden, let's say, as we've been talking about Daniel Jones and Lamar Jackson, those guys become a part of a potential solution for another suitor out there. Then all of a sudden that takes Derek Carr kind of like and puts him on the back burner. Yes, and I do think that these teams are panicking, they are desperate, they don't want to be left with the bad options that are after Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr and Lamar Jackson if he ends up leaving. And also, I mean, if Justin Fields is available, he is someone that I think should get a lot of interest. I really, I know that he he ran a lot and they, you know, tailored the offense around him, but there was a stretch there where he was really, really good and a major weapon on a bad team. So you put some weapons around that guy. I don't think you can discount him if the Bears want to trade him. So that's another guy I would put ahead of some of these other quarterbacks that we've talked about, the Baker Mayfields and everybody else. But, yeah, I mean, this is there, there's going to be a team that gives Derek Carr a massive deal. It is going to happen. You talk about all the time, whether it's broadcasting or it's sports or whatever. Right place, right time. And Derek Carr right now is in the right place at the right time, and he's going to get this contract from somebody and get some security from somebody because quarterbacks like this are just not available. It's very rare. You know, I mean, Kirk Cousins became available via free agency and got a, you know, a fully guaranteed deal at that point. And Derek Carr is sort of doing the same thing. And those two guys are very similar players. I was going to say that because, uh, you know, say whatever you want about Kirk Cousins. He's stabilized the position for the team. Yeah. And he's always putting up numbers. And maybe that team's defense isn't as good as it should be. You could say the same thing about Derek Carr and the Raiders defense. But I think there are Raider fans out there that appreciate everything that Derek Carr did for them. But they also probably want somebody new because they felt like they've they've seen the ceiling. And that's it. And they're in a division where the ceiling is astronomical. It's it's higher than any other ceiling in football in, in any one particular division. So they're thinking like, all right, Derek Carr's good, but he's not good enough to beat those guys. So we got to find a way to get somebody who can. It's going to be interesting to see. You know, everybody is assuming, and I'm going to say everybody, but a lot of a lot of people within the NFL are assuming that the Colts and the Bears are going to make a trade. That the Colts are going to go from four to one and they're going to take Bryce Young. You know, now all of a sudden you have people like Mike Tannenbaum and others uh, that, you know, are highly respected in, in the world of the NFL that are giving their opinions like they should because that's what they get paid to do. That, you know, the Bears should trade, uh, you know, Justin Fields and draft Bryce Young because Bryce Young is that special of a player. And my, my only thing about Bryce Young is just how big he is. That's the thing that scares me. He's not built like uh, like Jalen Hurts. He's not built like him at all. You know what I'm saying? Smaller than that. He doesn't run as much as Jalen Hurts. Though. No, and they say that you know his pocket awareness and all the good things that you'd like to think. But if you were two inches taller, I think he'd be a can't miss. Yeah. But that's why the debate rages on. How big is he actually going to be when he gets to the combine and when everybody gets to look at him up close and personal?
Yeah, and that's going to be the the story of the draft, is what the Chicago Bears decide to do. Do they trade with one of these teams that's desperate for Bryce Young and get a haul back and stick with Justin Fields? Or they trade Justin Fields and they'd probably get more back in a trade in the draft, meaning trading the number one pick and keeping Justin Fields as opposed to drafting Bryce Young and trading Justin Fields. Man, I'll tell you what, if you, you were able to trade the fourth, I, you probably can't. But if they were able to trade Justin Fields for the fourth pick, so you keep the first pick, you get the fourth pick, and maybe a second or third rounder or somewhere else along the line for Justin Fields, and then you have all that money underneath free agency. There's no way anybody's trading a fourth overall pick for Justin Fields. Well, I don't know. You never know. Yeah, that would be a lot, I would think. I mean, but that those are, these are the things that Ryan Poles, their GM, has got to go through. He's got to yeah. go through those gymnastics with everybody. Sure, of course. I mean, this and is... let's say he likes C.J. Stroud. Good. Yeah. You could. You could st- I mean, there's a lot of things you can do here. He is like legitimately sitting in a seat right now where he can transform that entire franchise one way or the other, either building around Justin Fields or trading Justin Fields and building around Bryce Young. If, if if you assume and he assumes that Bryce Young is this can't-miss player. Yeah, so this is it, the first chip to fall is going to be Derek Carr. The next chip to fall should be Aaron Rodgers. And then the draft will happen after that. And then, well, free agency will happen before that. Then the draft. Oh, yeah. you got to right. So for the next, what, two weeks? Mm-hmm. It's tag season now. That's right. But the Lamar Jackson, Daniel Jones, you know, guys that, you know, that are coming up on, you know, end of contracts that, that have no other where, no other place to go other than free agency or the team protects itself one way or the other. Aaron Rodgers could get traded at any time, right? That doesn't have, there isn't like, no, a, no, there's no, there's right. no restrictions there. But the only, the only thing would be is that the trading team would have to figure out from a contract perspective of how to fit his contract into what they're trying to do. Right. So like the but the Bucks right now are still paying for Tom Brady's contract. Like there's dead money on their cap, although I think it's like fifteen to twenty million, so it's really not that bad, especially when you consider what they're gonna end up paying for their quarterback this year, whoever it is. It could be basically next to nothing. They're probably counting that money as part of their quarterback room, if you will, when it comes to the salary cap. Sure. And he's done. He's 100% done. He's not coming back. He filed his papers. But it doesn't really mean anything. But he didn't file his papers last time. This time he he has already filed his papers. Did you get emotional when you filed your papers? No, I didn't remember it. You don't even remember it? No. Your retirement papers, you don't remember it? You probably had to fax it back then. I don't remember. I I have no recollection of any of that. Wow. Surprising. I feel like that would have been a moment for you. I don't know. No? I don't have those moments, I guess. Yes, you do. You've got those moments. Nah, nah, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You know, I was in the Bermuda Triangle. You know, he's like, I, I, got, I got out alive. Speaking of that. Speaking of what? The Bermuda Triangle? Yes. Uh-oh, what'd you say? When Did is... Did we shoot down another balloon over the Bermuda Triangle? No, 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 no. Okay. When is the voting happening for the Bengals Ring of Honor? That I don't know. This year? Because it's got to be happening soon. That I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be happening soon. Bengals Ring of, Ring of Honor 2023. Because we're going to have to go to that. You realize that, right? All of us. Ring of uh, Honor. Yeah, you guys keep putting the cart before the horse. Uh, da, da, da. What do you mean? This, is, this has to be the year. It absolutely has to be the year. The 2022 class. I don't need that. I need, the, I need this one. I need this year's class. When does that happen? 
Oh, what the... All right, I don't know. It doesn't say the date here, but you didn't make it in the first year. You didn't make it in the second year. If you don't make it in the third year, then you have to deny the the Bengals. Like, I if they have come to, to deny? You, if, they, if they come you to you and... You, know, you don't deny something like that. Sure you do. No, if you, you don't, don't make it in the first three years, you just say, no thanks. <laughs> I'm not interested at all. Didn't Kurt Schilling do that with the Hall of Fame? He was like, yeah, I'm not even interested anymore. Well, I mean, I I don't know. I don't I don't really get caught up in things like that. Oh, stop it. I don't. I do. You you can and I don't. That would be great. So it'll be a Thursday night game probably. We're gonna have to go out there. We're gonna have to do the show from Cincinnati on Friday. Oh really? Okay. Because we can't take a football Friday off. No, you can't. So we're gonna have to end up then you know, getting CBS Sports Network out there and everything else. So we got to start thinking about this now. I'm not thinking about anything right now. we got to start thinking about it now. Right if, now I'm just thinking about the DR. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? A couple weeks. couple of weeks? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I actually have a... So Gina's taking the girls down to Florida to see her Her dad is down there. and the, Oh, man. Portly Village. Here we come. Portly Villager. Here we come. The naked sister-in-law is also going, no, because I've been so healthy, I, I actually don't think I'm going to be... At the Portly Villager every single day. If this were like the last, yeah, in the last year, I yeah, would have yeah, been. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think so. I'm going to make it a healthy week. But I just want, like, I'm going to do my own darkness retreat. Are you ready? Are you ready for some new golf clubs? Yeah, sure. You ready to get fitted for some new? Yeah, golf yeah, clubs? yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. you sure. Yeah, I'm ready. You're going to take it on this year now because I know you got the itch and you got the bug. I took last it on year. last year, man. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready to set you up. All right, good. Where am I going to go? The place that you went? Most likely, yes. Oh, nice. I love that. Am I going to get the, uh, what do you got, the PXGs? Well, I thought you got the PXG irons. You got the irons. Right. To help me find that $30,000 watch that I lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm to- I can't wait. I'm totally in. I mean, I still think about that. So for people who don't know, I was playing golf with Wally Zerbiak last summer. And uh, in the back of the PXG irons, there's like little round black weights in the mm-hmm. middle of them. And on my four and five iron, I was missing those two black weights. And I had just gotten the clubs. So they obviously weren't tightened. And I was missing them. And I said to Wally, I said, man, where do you think these weights are? I'm already lost these weights. you got to be kidding me. He goes, maybe they fell down into your bag. Check your bag out. So I took all my clubs out and I turned my bag over. And out came this $30,000 Breitling watch that I thought that I had either lost or it was stolen from me. <laughs> and I had been missing it for a year and a half. Wow. Now, I, I don't have like 57 different golf bags. I only have one golf bag. Yeah. And I always use I love this golf bag that I have. And I always use it. And this is probably the fourth set of golf clubs that I have put in this bag. You see, you, and, and, yeah. that, and that and that, that watch had been sitting in that bag for at least a year and a half. Unbelievable. That was of thousands of dollars. Thank you, PXG. That's all I could say. Because <laughs> right. if it wasn't for those weights missing, I would have never done that. I, a, that that probably watch probably would have still been sitting in there. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, that is incredible. So every golfer out there, I'm telling you, after... Like right now, this is the beginning of the season. It's, you know, the weather's starting to change. Yeah. Guys are getting out there a little bit. Take those clubs out of your bag and turn your bag over. You never know what's in there. <laughs> That's all I could tell you. Right. If for me, it would be like a bag of Fritos in there. I'd be like, oh, man, where did this go? And the joy would be the same. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. The amazing thing is, the, the watch wasn't scuffed or anything. I mean, it was like actually, ingra- and it was still running. Wow. 
Well, that's why it's thirty thousand dollars <laughs> because it's well made. Yeah, but it was going to be on movement too. You know, yeah, yeah, of course. So, but it was. Uh, I could not believe it. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.